Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Warning, this podcast will contain spoilers for the Channel 4 show Celebrity Hunted, in particular Celebrity Hunted Series 5. It may contain some strong language and at some point a dog. Ten celebrities left behind their lives to go on the running aid of stand-up to cancer. Their mission to go undetected for 14 days up against an elite team of hunters tracking their every move. Ah, bollocks. Bollocks, bollocks, bollocks. Wait out, possible, possible. We need to get out of here. I'm getting really paranoid right now. Let's take a trap, everybody. It's over. You've been hunted down. Stand where you are. Stay where you are. Where are they? With the CCTV, which jetty were they heading towards? Because there's two. Yes, it's the right-hand jetty. Jesus Christ. Okay, Jordan, this is all on you now. Grand hunter units are not going to make it in time. Did I can hear something in the trees? God, Jordan, get them legs in motion, mate. He's there! I go! Must be getting close, Jordan. I can hear it. Yeah, I got Come on, Jordan. Bollocks. My name's Craig. And I'm Nat. Last year we discovered Hunted and became obsessed. But like with every obsessive TV show we watch, we're left with unanswered questions. Like, did the statements have to become each other's therapists? Eva for Nick sleeping outside? And Nick for Eva getting captured by Jordan? Yes. Sorry, Sorry, Jordan. Jordan. Which bank is best? The bank of Boob or the bank of Serial Killer? And what's it like being a fugitive's associate and getting grilled by the hunters? It's time to find out as we welcome Nick, Eva and Liv Speakman to the Hunted Podcast. Hello, welcome back to the Hunted Podcast. Hello. Hi. Great episode last week with Bobby Siegel. Now, I'm feeling inspired by Bobby. If and this I've, has got anything to do with maths, me and you are done. It does, oh, but bear sake. with me. I've got an equation for you. Go on. Okay, so 
What do you get when you times two fugitives by one associate? I don't know. What do you get if you times two fugitives by one associate? It's the bloody Speakman! It's the bloody <laughs> 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 it sure is, we're here. <laughs> oh, thanks for so much for joining us, guys. Really great to, to see you. How's life post on the run? Um, yeah, you know, it's gone very back to normal hour life. Still 100 miles an hour, but this time not looking over our shoulder quite as much, which is a relief. <laughs> I imagine it was about this time last year, wasn't it, when you guys had pretty much either just about to start or just finished? 5th of July we started. Yeah, so we were leading up to it. Yeah, it was just, just yeah, it was July. And I think was... we're just at that point where we're thinking, oh, what have we done? <laughs> what have we agreed to? Yeah, yeah. last year, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was July and it was during that, you know, that really in, sort of severe heat heat wave mm -hmm. um, that we actually went on the run, which was good and bad for sleeping outside. It was great, but obviously trying to manoeuvre with a big backpack and trying to get around, mm -hmm. it was really, really hot. Yeah, yeah. I, can, I can imagine. Um, we'll talk, we've got loads to talk about. We've got lots of different questions. Obviously, last time we saw you guys, we had our Sorry Jordan t-shirt, so it was did. on your Instagram Live after the final. What's been the response, before we delve into the whole journey, what's been the response uh, since that final episode? Because there is a, a massive elephant in the room, which we're going to have to touch upon at some point, Eva, uh, yeah. when it comes to the final capture. But what's the, the general response been like to you guys? Um, it's It's been predominantly, it's it's been really good, actually. I'm not even going to say predominantly. It's been incredibly positive. Everybody was really championing us and um, we, we were quite shocked actually that people enjoyed our antics and adventures on the run. So it has been great. Within the first few hours, uh, obviously because I'd mentioned the word plane, I did get quite a lot of um, negativity uh, from your, your typical kind of online trolls, people that would normally be quite nasty, I guess, anyway. Um, but, you know, so that that did happen. I'm not going to lie, that devastated me for a good 24 hours. Um, but spoke to Bobby about it. Uh, it upsets me even talking about yeah. it. Now, actually. I mean, the thing is, it's not the sort of stuff that we're used to because obviously we spend our time helping people. And, and just because Eva said one thing, and, and, and you know, in fairness to Eva, she knew every episode that she'd seen, yeah. there was an airfield involved at the yeah. end. So uh, so saying that wasn't anything untoward for her anyway. But then she did even say after that, or any other means where we might have gone. And, you know, and, and they, they knew, because they knew where we were heading and they knew where Bobby were heading, that it was one of three airfields anyway. Uh, and as you'll know from previous series, they look at the one that's got no flights going in there because they block it off for the day. So they knew exactly which one it was. It was nothing to do with Eva. Uh, but yeah, and, and I think the people that were nasty aren't people, aren't fans of the show. They're just people that just go on, you know, they're just on social media all the time looking for shows where they can have a go at people. That's all yeah. they do. I think the other thing as well, though, to mention is like, obviously, they released the, um, you know, the wanted posters in advance. And they, because I remember even I thought they were the last ones left because I was keeping an eye on social media and seeing they put the wanted posters out and then they gradually they, they deleted the Katia and Amy one, they deleted the Bobby and Saffron one. So theirs was the last wanted poster on. Um, so that was on on its own for like the last couple of days. So um, yeah, so I think we all kind of, I mean, I was supposed to say, we, we thought we were the last ones left us, yeah. uh, as well, so. Yeah, it's, it's a weird thing. People do that. It always amazes me when people do that about TV shows because there's no need for them, but that's the kick they get out of life. And it's, it's just silly. But that's why 
after each episode. When we first started the series, we didn't have a plan of what we were going to do no. with it. We just wanted to carry on doing yeah. what we were doing. And we started doing Quote of the Week, and then we thought, actually, no, there's something happening on Twitter after every episode. <laughs> we just quite enjoyed, didn't we, sitting for a good half an hour, yes. looking at the idiotic things people yeah. had put and calling them out on it. Yeah, because a lot of people, I, I think a lot of people think that either it's incredibly re- like incredibly real to the point where you're actual fugitives who have done a crime. Yeah. Or that it's incredibly faked, scripted, and everyone knows what's going to happen at every single point. Some people don't realise that yeah. a little bit is a bit of fun. Yeah, exactly. I and mean, this one was for a charity yeah. as well. Let's not forget that the whole reason you guys did it was, you know, for Stand Up to Cancer. There was no prize at the end of it other than personal pride in, in winning it. So, Yeah, but, but again, a lot of people think that, ah, uh, the money only goes to Stand Up to Cancer yeah. if they get to the end. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. In fact, the court, no money's going there. Yeah. not the case um but going back to your question um obviously the, the the feedback that we've had and it's been predominantly on our social media platforms and uh, has been amazing as has literally just members of the public uh, even yesterday i was in the supermarket and the amount of people that came up to me and just said oh my god you know we loved it you did so well uh, we felt really sort of behind you, so the support was 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 really lovely, and and I suppose that's what what we the, the main thing that we why we did it was because of stand up to cancer. Um, Nick lost his mum uh, to cancer, so it was something that was very um, sort of data relevant to us. Yeah, relevant to us. Yeah. Data something that we really wanted to do um, because we haven't done reality TV before. It's not something that we've ever ever embarked on or wanted to do. So it was it was something very new for us. And because of the charity, that's what sort of swung it, really. Plus the kids, Liv and Hunter, like, do it, do it. It's a great show because we don't have <laughs> um, So that was sort of the main reason that we did it. Um, and, you know, we're so pleased that we did because it really took us out of our comfort zone. It really pushed us into sort of a, an area that we, you know, like sleeping outside. Nick had never done that in his life. And I've been trying for 30 years to get into camp and to go outside and try sleeping outside. And he's like, no, I'm not doing that. Uh, so it, it got us to do a lot of things that we wouldn't have normally done. We got to sort of look up friends that we hadn't seen for ages. And as you, as you saw, what was very real was the fact that we, la- that, that we together laughed for the whole 14 days, pretty much, that we were on the run, didn't we? We did, and funnily, funnily enough, we're just going back to the public again. When the show was being aired, so many people would say to me, do you want me to idea? Are you all right? You know, because they thought it were live. The minute the Pope, the, um, he started, they started advertising it, we were getting WhatsApp messages and, and texts off friends saying, you stay here. Yeah, like, no, the yeah. cryptic ones as yeah. well. Yeah. Like, you, know, you know what I'm trying to say? And it was like, no, it's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. It's, it's, it's quite funny because obviously like, the next one is just around the corner in terms of being filmed. So there'll be people going through that same process now, which is crazy. And then in a year's time, it'll all come flooding back of, do you need to hide it, my ass? Yeah. I've got a tent that you've yeah. Crazy how it all works. You've obviously mentioned about why you wanted to do it for the charity and um, to obviously honour your mum and everything like that. How were you approached to do it? Some some people, it just sort of comes out of the blue. Other people, it might be a recommendation. We know with Bobby, for example, who told us last yeah. week, he was approached and then he got to choose... He got to choose was, uh, yeah. saffron. So, how did you guys uh, get approached to be on the show in the first place? We, we just got, we just came to our agent. Our agent said uh, we actually got approached. We've been approached before, and 
and, and before because we've just always turned down reality TV and we just said to to our management look we're not interested in reality TV don't even you know because a lot of things don't even uh, bother do you know what I'm saying with the exception of I went on the chase because I always wanted to go on the chase so I'm like so with the exception of the chase not interested not reality tv no 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 well a... no but but so... and actually that that came through, actually through we were at a wedding with bradley walsh oh and that's true yeah had bradley... a few too oh, many to drink yeah. and he went i do the chase yeah and yeah himself. and then a week later you know i was like oh you're on it right uh, no, but but anyway uh we just said that we weren't interested in reality tv and then uh they asked again uh, and our management said look just consider this and they talked she talked about the charity and then she talked about you know, the fact that you spend a lot of time talking about people getting outside of the comfort zone and, you know, and testing people before you cure them of the phobia and, and so on. And she said, so I think that, you know, do you not think you should consider taking a, a bit of and your then, own medicine? Yeah, and, and which, she, she encourages to watch it as well, doesn't she? I don't she think said, you knew. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, we, we, as, as you can tell, because we're running about all the time, we don't get a chance to watch much TV. Mm -hmm. So we've not even seen this show either. So, but when we, when, we watched it. I was like, "This is amazing!" Absolutely loved it straight away. Yeah, and, yeah. That, and so that was it. Then, so we just spoke to them, and we thought, "Well, we'll just have a chat with them, and we'll just see how it goes." Um, but we were quite chilled about it, and uh, didn't expect to hear anything actually. And then the next thing, our manager rang and went, "They want you on," and we're like, "Holy crap!" We didn't actually yeah. think that that was going to happen. We thought we're just having a nice chat, and then that'd be that. <laughs> um, and then it kind of just happened. And very it was quickly, like, wasn't it? Very quick. It seemed, yeah. like, it seemed quick. Yeah, um, and it was like oh, right, so this is really happening. And how real is it? And yeah. like, it's real. It's, I don't think you realised how real it was, though. Like, the, the whole tandem, like, situation. Oh, yeah, the tandem I think at the beginning, you were laughing, like, oh, we're going to have so much fun. And then as it got nearer yeah. and nearer, you were like, oh. Because oh, Nick didn't know about the tandem bike. And I just, as you saw on, on the actual show, literally, we laugh a lot. We like to have a yeah. lot of fun. And um, so I just thought, oh, it's going to be a right laugh having a tandem bike. And I'd got Liv knew about it. And then, and then as it came closer, I, and I'd heard other people's modes of transport. I thought, <laughs> I was was a bit sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, we heard last night that uh, for, from from Bobby last week. Yeah. For those that are listening to it, never do things on like consecutive nights and then put them out a week apart. That was my brain up. Uh, Bobby was saying that. Ed and James, their initial plan, rather than to go and eat some food, was to get a hot air balloon. Yes. I don't think they could do that. No, I no, didn't know that, no. that. We spent a lot of time with Ed and James during in prison, and then the night before, um, and I know Bobby was with us, because it was, it, was, it was sort of the five of us had dinner together, didn't we? Um, I don't remember a hot air no, balloon. No, I don't remember that. But, 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 but it's very likely that they probably did. So. Um, I, mean, I thought it was just so cool that they just casually sauntered and went and had a meal. <laughs> It, yeah, no, I, to be fair, it was very on brand. It for was them, on brand, it? yeah. Yeah, for them, very on brand. yeah, yeah. No, I thought they were absolutely fabulous, and every obviously we watch it for the first time with with the public, and uh, watching them, we were we were howling. Yeah, we we thought so they funny. were hilarious. Yeah. Like they were so funny. They we, were very. Funny. They were. They were great. Yeah. Uh, we were quite glad that they left. They, that they went so quickly, actually. And then, of course, Liv, you actually got to then interact with them because the yeah. main reason, one of the main reasons we've got you on tonight as well is not just to get uh, Nick and Eva's perspective as actual fugitives, but also your perspective as an associate. Yeah. Um, 
at what point did you know that you were going to get involved with that? Or was there ever a thought process of, actually, you know, I might go on the run with, with Nick and do it as dad and daughter, or I might go on the run with Eva and do it as mum and daughter. Was there a thought process behind that? Or were you just thinking, I'm just going to get involved if I can? Yeah, no, I mean, I remember we had like a few like chats, didn't we, before you went, kind of like thinking about how it was going to run, um, like kind of sort of different ideas of things that they might want to do whilst they were away. And it was kind of using me was actually never on the cards because we thought it might be too risky because obviously I'm so connected, like I'm the first mm-hmm. person they would look at. Um, so when we originally sort of started talking about ideas, it was kind of just an absolute no that we were going to, I was going to be involved at all, really. Um, and then it was kind of right at the last minute, I think, um, I remember saying to you, because we were kind of looking at different sort of initial plans, because obviously then after that, you just kind of, whatever happens, <clears throat> happens. Yeah. Um, and I remember saying, actually, if we're going to use me, let's, I'll do right at the very beginning, because obviously, like, I knew that um, they'd have eyes on me, like, no matter what. So I thought if they use me right at the very beginning, get me out of the way. And then actually, then by the time they start really looking into everything, they, are, they won't look at me anymore, because they'll think, well, they've already you know used me and then if they needed me again perhaps I could you know pop up which you obviously didn't yeah, but, yeah but we, we didn't um, but what we didn't realize is that obviously when we when we were spending time with Ed and James and we're talking to them and it was Ed who said look I've got um you know I'm on Radio X on a Saturday and mm-hmm. and you know the I go to the studio in London but they've arranged it so I can go in Manchester instead so they'll think I'm in London but I'll be in Manchester the only thing is, I've got nowhere to stay. And then we just said, well, you can stay at ours. Yeah, well, I was yeah. there. I was give you our daughter's number. Just give her a call if you need. And, <laughs> and you just stay there. And, and, and that was it. And literally, that was it. And then and then the, uh, the first night, when when we'd done the tandem trip, and we got first night, and we were thinking, just reflecting on the day, I just suddenly had this thought, oh, if they followed Liv when we did the decor, and obviously they're at our house, and then we've sent Ed and James to our house, then, you know, we might have dropped them right in it, and we're like, how can we contact them? But we had no way of contacting them to say, whatever you do, don't go to our house. Well, the funny thing is, we so because me and Hunter had an idea they might come here, so we were kind of, like, doing a recce of, like, when they'd been here, we checked, like, you know, I've, just, I've when seen... When the Hunters had been here. Sorry, yeah, when the Hunters came here, not Ed and James, thank you, yeah, um, we did, like, a bit of a check round, because I said to Hunter, I was like, what if they've put cameras, like, on the house or something, because I've seen that before, so we did a full walk around, not thinking of the fact they'd have access to our cameras, us being, like, being like, oh, well, they're not got any cameras here, <laughs> <We> <laughs> it's fine, like, yeah. you know, so we didn't think anything of it. Um, so we thought it was fine. And actually I remember on the, I don't know if I've told you this actually, I remember when, when I got interrogated um, that very first day, I remember Hunter said to um, JP, he went, oh, um, what are the chances of you coming back here? And JP was like, oh, well, if you're gonna help your parents again, maybe, but if you're not gonna help your parents, then probably not. Um, so Hunter was like, right, okay. So we were like, right, we're, so, we're totally in the clear. Ed and James couldn't come here. They're not gonna come back because they think that we're not helping Nick and Eva anymore. Like it's totally fine. Um, but obviously the cameras kind of let us down a little bit. How soon after did they come? How many days? Uh, so I think you went on the Thursday and Ed and James came on the Saturday. Okay. So that would have been, yeah. So I took you on the Thursday. And then, yeah, definitely Saturday. But so it was going, like not the day after. But going back to getting Liv involved. So 
I mean, there was a lot of conversation going on up until, so I decided we were going to do a tandem bike. And then it was like, right, so what do we do next? And what, uh, and, and that's when Liv went, well, actually, if you are going to use me, use me first, mm. because I'm going to be the first person they're going to look on. So get me out of the way. And and then it was you that came up with the the dummies yeah. idea, wasn't but it? But also, so just to backtrack a set, they don't find out, obviously, who they're hunting until like they're released. So I'm thinking like, I've got a little bit of time. Yeah. Straight away, get going. By the time they're looking at me, they're hopefully already gone. Yeah. That was kind of the thought process. And originally, Liv was going to take us towards Wales and uh, and dump us there. And then and then she sort of said, "No, hang on a second. The minute I've got you from Shrewsbury, I need to put our home in the sat nav because if they grab to my dips. phone, yeah. they're going to think that that's where you're going." And um, and then she also and so that's what she did. She put a home in and. The decoy car that was picking up the, the car that we did the swap with was along the route. Was along the route home. Yeah, she didn't see that. She didn't, she didn't show that. Swap. No. 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 We, we didn't get to see that. We literally saw you get in and then the hunter's stopping you. Right. So we yeah. obviously didn't know that you, you weren't in there anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so we'd done a swap. So <clears> our son Hunter was with our friend dressed as me. And then we kind of stopped on the route home. Our hunter jumped in the car dressed as me with Liv at the dummy. And then we jumped in with our friend Karen and, and we So the, went the dummy was in my boot from the very beginning. So when I picked them up, the dummy was in the boot dressed in the same clothes. Um, and literally like I kind of mapped the route out to home so that hopefully if they were gonna follow me, they'd think I was going home. Um, mapped that route out and then found um, a kind of drop off point that was on the way that was like where there was no cameras really fast. Because I knew like it was a matter of seconds. I mean, I was yeah. so yeah. stressed out. Like it was so, <laughs> like, so stressful. And it was literally the fastest, like we pulled in, they jumped out, Hunter grabbed the dummy, put it in the back, jumped in, and we just went. I mean, we didn't get to say goodbye. No, we didn't say goodbye. Like, we didn't see them for 14 days. It but, was like But so equally, um, so we did that swap. And then just kept driving home. But then what Liv did was she then put um, a random address in Manchester into her sat-nav so that if they did then come to the house and they did get a phone, that, that they think she dropped us somewhere in Which Manchester. Which they picked up on on the show. Yeah. They said, like, there was another address. Yeah. Um, which so yeah, so just come they just we just threw them off. They had no idea where they'd gone and they were just loving life in Wales. <laughs> yeah, we went to the zoo. <laughs> if Liv ever needs to like become a fugitive at any point in, in real life, the skill sets are there, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Research. Proper research there. Yeah. Very well done. More research than what I'd do. How long had you been, been watching it for, Liv? Because obviously, Nikki, you sort of said that you've almost binge watched it in. Yeah. Like, we didn't watch it all. Like we, did. we just yeah. watched. We just watched a few. We watched. Um, we just watched a couple of them, the celebrity ones, and uh, and then just odd odd shows. So we didn't we didn't see all of them. But you'd seen more than us, hadn't you? Yeah. Well, I watched more after once I knew you were like mm. uh, thinking about doing it. But you I'd knew seen the show because you wanted us to do it. Didn't yeah, you? and, and I'd seen the last series, you know, with um, Ollie Locke and his husband. Yeah. Yeah. Vivian and that season um so so yeah and it just seemed like so much fun it's just such a, like a fun watch and the concepts of them like in their disguises and doing all these fun things like it just yeah it seemed like a great plan <laughs> so yeah lots of lots of great plans um, we'll let you behind the, the curtain a little bit we keep looking down you're thinking why do they keep looking down? <laughs> because in the morning when we start this we always start with by having like a massive a3 sheet and <laughs> so we're just sort of trying to follow it but I don't make them, and I've just noticed that there's a dog paw print on the floor. <laughs> so Harry must have climbed over. That's because he was climbing all over me this morning whilst I was trying to do it before work. Oh, there you go. So you've got 
you you were looking at the notes, so pick away. I do. Um, I'm going to ask Liv a question. Yeah. Um, obviously, you were an associate for them. Do you, before the show starts, do you get told sort of if the hunters turn up, do you get told that you have to let them in? Do you get told that you have to speak to them? What do you get told sort of to expect? Great question. Yeah. So there is some, like, obviously, like, I think I've, I think I've heard you mention it before, actually. It's like, if you get slashed, obviously, you've got to, like, pull over if they sort of, like, flag you down. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, like, I mean, one thing you kind of want to do as well, because I know a lot of people say as well, why don't you just say, like, no, you know, yeah. coming in sort of thing. Um, and I think that, obviously, then you've got no show as well. So the other thing is, obviously, for us, we wanted to kind of you know give them as much as you know let them come in and do all these things and whatever and and give as much as i wanted to give as much as i could i wanted to play the game well and play it properly you know give them access to everything they wanted access to but also try and be clever enough that them having access to all those things wasn't an issue um so so yeah um i mean you don't really get told too much um it's kind of just reactive other than like yeah obviously you're like engage with them don't yeah you can't say yeah. like no comment all the way through because then there's nothing yeah if you're if you're being involved in the show then you've got to be prepared to speak to the to, to be interrogated and speak to the hunters yeah basically. i think that's kind of the, that's kind that's of yeah, the, that's, I mean, yeah. The, that's the only rule really as you heard me telling david probably if you, i don't know if you remember that from episode four in the crystal maze when I was giving David the rundown of what an interrogation might look like, <laughs> anal probing. <laughs> I can say it didn't, just, just no. <laughs> it didn't. They actually um, don't do that either. No, they don't. No. No. Okay. That's a completely different Channel 4 show. <laughs> <laughs> it is afterwards, it's What um, was it like being interrogated by them? Honestly, so much scarier than I expected. And I'm not just saying that, like I cannot, express how scary it was like the initial bit so obviously like you, i mean you've seen like they have or hammering on my window and like screaming get out and honestly i can tell you like i've seen the show and i expected them to kind of be like you know obviously the way they are like quite like quite tough and you know but harsh that's a good word but genuinely, I remember, so I pulled up at my, like, at the gates, and obviously they came running out, and I, I don't know why in my head I thought, right, they'll let me, like, drive in, and then they'll wait till I've got out the car, and then they'll let me speak, so I didn't expect them to be, like, banging on the window, like, I honestly <laughs> thought they were going to put the window through, like, it was so scary, like, I just didn't, ex it was so quick as well, and I didn't actually see them coming over my shoulder, so I pulled up at the gates, and the next thing they were, like, banging on my window and screaming, get out the car, which was so like loud and scary. And I was like, oh my God, this is actually really real. Like it's not, I thought it'd be a bit more like gentle and a bit like acted and it, it's not. Um, so yeah, it was quite, that bit was quite scary. Um, but then when they actually came, so um, obviously you didn't see all of it on camera, but um, so uh, Paul Cashmore interrogated me and then um, Hunter was interrogated by JP and Mel um, So we, they immediately split us up. So when they came in, I mean, I heard them radio to Ray and Ray and HQ was like, split them up, don't let them talk. So they they separated us straight away. Um, and Hunter was interrogated outside, I was interrogated inside. Um, so, so yeah, we were completely split up, we went out to talk to each other. Do you want to um, tell them what we found out after 14 days? Yeah, so there's other things. So I thought it was really weird. Like, so at first they were really intimidating. And then once they'd like in interrogate us and everything, um, they, went, they, were, they were a bit nicer, but they were acting, I mean, Cashmore was acting a bit like suspicious and I was like what's he doing and they wouldn't let me go into the kitchen 
and they like held me in the entrance and I was like what is going on and I knew they had my phone so I thought they were just trying to like hack my phone whatever and then anyway I just had a feeling that something was a bit off and I kept saying to Hunter for the two weeks that they were gone I kept saying to Hunter I was like let's not talk about anything in the kitchen I went I don't know why but I just you know when you just have a feeling I was like I just don't and he's like he was going to me you being ridiculous like you being really paranoid and I was like Hunter just let I don't care what you want to say, just not in the kitchen. Let's just not talk in the kitchen. And then at the end of the two weeks, um, we basically got told, we got emailed to basically say like, oh, we need to retrieve something from the kitchen. Oh and yeah, and I found out that, bug. yeah, Cashmore had put a, um, a, a listening device on top of the, um, what do you call it? Like, yeah. yeah, the top, right, right on top of the cupboard. So you'd never see it. It was like right hidden. And it was in my kitchen for two weeks. Oh wow! I mean, we've seen it so many times where they try and like hide little bugs in yeah. little, like sensory cameras and stuff. Yeah, but, but they normally go back for them like within a few away. hours. Yeah, they sort of go, "Oh, I forgot my phone," or yeah. some other questions I want to ask you, and sort of slip it away. They but... never leave it for the whole yeah. time. So they must have been convinced then that you two would reach out and, and try and go home again. Because again, it's a long it... time to leave your kids, isn't it? So that's, it, that's it, it is, and I think yeah. If you, look, yeah. if you look on our social media, you'll see that we we do everything together, you know, we work together, Liv, Liv's RPA, she arranges all our workshops, she, you know, she's part of our team, um, and our son Hunter is equally a part of what we do, so I, I think they they knew, they probably realised from social media how tight we are mm. as a four, um, and that was why, and I've got to say that was difficult, that was why we never made contact with home. We just knew that that's, they were going to expect us yeah. to do yeah. that, so it was just far too dangerous to make had, it. Had we been absolutely sure about that, we could have done a recording before we went, as though we were still here, <laughs> and then played it. Yeah. 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 That would have been clever. That yeah. Would, yeah, that would have been quite cool. Because yeah. obviously with no camera, they wouldn't have known. They'd have just yeah, been yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, was a camera. it could have been anything, but it was a listening device. It was a bug. Yeah. And we, to be honest, I didn't, even though I had a feeling, I wasn't sure. It was just like kind of a, let's just be on the safe side. Yeah. So yeah. we were shocked, like, obviously that it was actually there. Um, yeah. But yeah. And imagine as well all the things that you, you know, because you, you have lots of casual conversations in the, in the kitchen yeah. as well. Imagine the sort of stuff that could have slipped out as well. That's <laughs> Obviously, they you know sign like disclosure agreements and that, that they can't share it. But just imagine yeah. the they listening to to that and the producers. <laughs> it's brilliant. But to even think about it is spot on as well. And I guess you guys, I think we wrote down, didn't we, as part of the process that these guys did a lot of pre-planning. Yes. Uh, they were very switched on. More so even than Nick, because Nick, you were just thinking about food for most of the time, which yeah. is which is yeah. great. Yeah. I was starving every day. I can tell you, <laughs> I can tell you that Nick had no idea what I'd packed. He just got given wigs and and arm tattoos, and I'd be like, just put that on, just do as you're told. <laughs> and, yeah, I, but I I am so organised that I did pretty much have everything. I knew I knew what costumes I wanted. I mean, literally, one one thing that is absolute fact is we packed about. We started packing about an hour before a car was coming to pick us up to take us to Shrewsbury because we'd been working non-stop and we knew to take two weeks out that we could potentially be away for up to two weeks. Yeah. And we have a, a full clinic and, and we host workshops and we, we have a charity <laughs> that we're involved, that we would do a lot of work for, etc. So we had so much to do before we left because we knew that we may be away for 14 days. It was about an hour and a half before. And we have a costume box and I literally went in and it was just like grab, 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 grab. Threw a load of if, stuff in. If you remember, the car was picking up us at four o'clock and then we just said, there's absolutely no way we're going to be ready. Yeah, and we put it back to seven. 
then. Yeah. And then we were still eight o'clock. I think we left. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, so I it was me, and, and I, I mean I've just I've got this here. So this this here is um, you do get given a little notebook to put your numbers in, and that is all you're allowed to take. And it's looking wow. a bit. It's very worn because. This is where I kept all our phone numbers, but also I kept a diary whilst we were on the run um, in code and um, and also picked up people's phone numbers and, and there's like people's phone numbers and cards and things that were given to me. I've actually not looked at it. I've not looked at it properly since, but these are, these are just things that we picked up on the way, um, little messages and notes. And um, so, yeah, this, this, was, this was all we had, but I was quite, organized it was me that had all the phone numbers of the people that we could potentially uh, contact and uh, even that as well so the other, the other thing was we came up with nicknames for everybody in our network like everyone from the very beginning so even if they found that they wouldn't know who anyone yeah, even, was because yeah, it was all like random would, names so so like live with mine was scarlet because a lot of people say she looks like scarlet johansson so i had her as scarlet <laughs> Um, can you think of anybody else? I'm just trying to think. Honestly, but the be thing... careful what I say. Yeah, cause... I know, you'll be careful. <laughs> 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 stuck though now. Like, we yeah. still refer to people yeah. by like their, their code name, names. Their code names. Because yeah. like they were. We've got you know... GI Josh. And then, and then we put like, we asked, I asked them like to put me in their phone as something else as well in case they needed to contact me. Um, so, so yeah, we were all, everyone was under code names, weren't yeah. they? And Nick just turned up and just was like, yeah, he, just turned up, yeah. he just came along and like, what are we going to eat? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, let's, let's not say one thing he did do is we asked him to get a map so that we could like sit and look at like have we got people like all across the country that we could call on if need be and we asked him to get a map and he turned up with the map and he'd accidentally bought a map of the north so all we had <laughs> we could only go was in the, the north. north that was it so yeah. i mean it's a smart it's not a bad move because you know north but, network and yeah to be fair because i'm feeling like i didn't get involved here but but we, I mean, literally, we travelled all around the country, and one thing that we did, we just kept to B roads, and, uh, and, and obviously because I, you know, uh, map in, in back in the past before I had sat navs, I used to read maps, and um, you know, and actually going down the B roads is one of the reasons why we didn't get caught when we were travelling so much. So we took an A to Z, and I bet, and I think that that, that HQ would probably. Uh, agree that we probably travelled many more hundreds of miles than any other fugitive ever has in any episode. Literally, we travelled the length and breadth of the, of the UK. Mm -hmm. uh, but obviously, you don't get to see everything on the show. You just get yeah. it's impossible to show every little bit. Well, it's quite it's quite interesting because Bobby was sort of saying yesterday that him and Saffron were really like anxious and really yeah. like. On edge. Yeah, they wouldn't stay anywhere. So in one particular day, they actually moved to three places within the space of like an hour. And like to try and show that on TV, it doesn't quite work. So that yeah. actually explains yeah. why they probably weren't on as much yeah. as early. Because they were moving so, quite a lot. Yeah. In fairness, um, we would wait till the very last minute. So let's say, because um, you know that you sort of, you, you sort of have, when it sort of gets dark or whatever. Yeah, you have X yeah. amount of time to move, don't yeah, you? But and then you've no, got to you stop. stop. Well, if we were going to be going somewhere, we would hide in bushes close by and get there with a minute to spare, just so we knew we could go in and be safe, so that we could then just relax. And there were many times we honestly we have hidden in so many bushes. And I remember once we um, we we rang a, a friend of ours to get somebody to come and collect us. And this poor guy came to pick us up. And I thought he looked a bit suspicious, so I ran away from him. <laughs> and that was that was. And then oh, you probably heard me talk about this, but I also weeded Nick's shoe. 
which was quite <laughs> funny. Um, and then there was another occasion where I'm uh, I'm weeing in some bushes and Nick's supposed to be guarding me. And I said, right, you just make sure that nobody's coming past. So he said, okay. And he's that he's Just give me the full story of that. It was a single track road. And we drove down there. It was like, it wasn't even a B road. We came off this B road and he was like, I need to go, I need to, go to the toilet. I need to go to the toilet. And we said, right, okay. So we stayed on this road for a second. Well, for a second, for maybe 10 minutes. And there were no cars coming past. I said, look, you're right there. Just going that. So she was like in front of the car, basically. Yeah, so I'm having a wee and you've got to squatting. So I was in a semi squat because there was brambles and I would have got pricked up my ass with a bramble. So I'm in a sort of semi squat facing the road. And, and literally then, within and Nick's seconds. Just, Nick's just wandering back with the body went, oh my God, there's a car. So he said, oh, come on, I'll hide you. So he came, so I'm in a semi squat. Nick turned around to cover me. So he had his back to the road, but the way he did it, he actually ended up with my face in his groin and I've got my knickers around my ankles, I'm in the way. And I'm like, Nick, we're gonna get arrested here for a week. <laughs> far worse. It would have been far better than just seeing me having a week because it looked so bad. You know what? The, the production team are listening and watching this podcast and they're thinking, you know when he mentioned Hunted After Dark? <laughs> you might that now on the back of you two. But honestly, the things that we, we I mean, we, we just we just got into so many scrapes um, in the funniest way. I mean, there was one night we were sat waiting to, we wanted to go into some friend's house, but we thought we want to leave it to the last minute. And so we had a, we were sat in some bushes eating nuts with rats. Um, that was feeding the rats. Feeding the rats. That was quite, that was quite good. Um, but yeah, the, the, and knocking on people's doors that we'd never met before. You know, two people or three people we never ever met, complete strangers let us sleep in the garden, which was very, very kind. And they fed us and, and watered us and let us use the shower and the washing machine. It was so nice. I think obviously, because you camped at Brian's, didn't you? On, that was um, the first. On the, on the, you saw like Nick's first camping experience when they camped. Yeah. yeah. But every night after that was camping then, right? Pretty yeah. much, yeah. I don't think we slept in a bed after that. That was it. I think it that was so was... good that we broke in yeah. that night because <laughs> after that, no plan nothing went to plan where yeah. we were trying to aim for um so i think we slept in one bed after that but other than that it was yeah. all in our tent or in people's gardens it's it's brilliant because i think that public thing is something we've talked about a lot yeah. isn't it it's like yeah when you know you've got a profile and you've got this big network of people that you trust why would you reach out to the public but i guess the further into the journey that you go the more you need to use the public. Yeah. And yeah. was there any sort of any like reservations and, and sort of doubt in your mind about using the public? Because again, Bobby was talking about when you saw it on the show, they went to Nando's and there was somebody taking a sneaky picture. I've actually had that happen to me and it's a horrible feeling to have. So was there any thought of we've come so far now, I really don't want to trust the public because you just don't know whether they're going to help you or hinder you. I, I think it comes down to uh, the first thing with, with our network, uh, you know, sometimes when you're trying to evade the hunters, you don't always end up in the place where you think you're going to be. So, you know, you can't always say, well, we're going to go to that place to our associates. So you do have to rely on the public. And I think at the end of the day, it's, you know, sometimes you're faced with you've got to do it or, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. So um, I mean, I've got to say that apart from 
maybe a couple of experiences that we had, everyone was was fabulous. Yeah, I do remember someone, I was obviously monitoring social media and it was funny because obviously, you know, like the obviously hunted have <clears throat> access to all their socials yeah. and I did as well. And I kept <clears throat> seeing, I knew they were monitoring things because like they were getting like private messages from people that they know. And I'd go to look and they'd already been opened because obviously mm -hmm. they were open all the messages and like, yeah reading everything to see if there was anything coming in. Uh, but I do remember seeing on social media someone saying like, oh, I've just seen these two um, in like such an obscure location. And I was like, there's no way they'd ever be there. And then when you read back your diary for me, you were in the exact place. So people yeah. were so only one... sometimes commenting saying like, oh, I've just oh seen they were the, actually correct. Most members but... of the public were amazing. There was only one that was a bit, a, a bit mean and that was, um, it was coming to the end of the day and there was a pub and it was and we went into the pub and asked if we could just sleep in their garden or just and just have a wash and whatever yeah. and the landlady was really harsh and she just was like no get out and, we, and, and she was she, actually smoking a joint at the time yeah, she was I off red, but, yeah. but um but she says like get out I don't, I don't want these cameras i don't want cameras i don't want people here that i don't know but but instead of like oh what are you doing or it wasn't any of that she just was really mean and then um later I, I saw that she actually was one of the people that commented saying oh they've been to my pub and uh, and what she did actually put in her defense was uh, if i'd have known it was uh, that it was this i would have let them stay oh yeah okay. uh, but the only only the only step that we made that i was my gut feeling and next but i think I really got invested in the whole thing and I felt like I really got it and got what I needed to do. And the only one step that we made that I knew was was risky was the one that got us caught. But we had no other choice. We had no associate that could get us to where we needed to be. Um, there was a big air show on. There was no taxis. It was, it was that or we weren't going to make extraction. Yeah. yeah. So it was like... We've what got to do it. And that was the only risk that we took. And it was that risk that, that got us caught, sadly. Yeah. Um, early on in the series, we saw you go and visit Alison Hammond and bank the of Bank of Boob. Um, <laughs> was, was it planned that you were going to go and visit her? Was she one of your planned visits? Yes. Yes, she was. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we had other people from this morning um, that we'd said, look, this is what we're doing. Can we turn up? Uh, but with Alison, we kind of had an idea in our head of when we knew when she was going to be there. And we just said to her, look, if we're going to come, it'll be in the first week and it'll be one of these days. And uh, so she said, right, if you come, you come. If you don't, you don't. And uh, and so and, and obviously it was it was planned and we did get there. And we obviously we, we made it. And we're so pleased that we did. We had such a good time. She's amazing. She's amazing. She is an absolute star. She's so lovely. She's so kind. We've been very good friends throughout, you know, this morning and for many, many years. She's very genuine. She's got a heart of gold. And literally, you know, we that was the day that I ran away from somebody who actually came to help us because I was so worried. And um, and then and, and it was like we felt a bit we felt a bit like, I don't know, like a bit vulnerable at this point and a bit jaded and tired and hungry. And being there, we can't oh, say. And she just and she it, it was just like being welcomed by family. She was like, come on, come here. And it was just like, oh, this feels so nice. Uh, and then we knew that when we left, I thought, because obviously we didn't get to speak to Liv and Hunter, and I knew she'd ring them afterwards, ring Liv after we'd gone. Because part of me were in, as part of the mum, you sort of think, are the kids okay? And and will they know that we're okay? Because mm -hmm. I was worried that they would be worried about us. Everything was kind of on a delay. 
<clears throat> so sometimes people would get in touch but they'd wait like a good few days till they were like well cleared of them and then they would like ring or occasionally like you know so they came here but it's kind of hard like when someone will ring you and go like oh i saw them like three or four days ago and they were doing great but it's like well that was quite a long time ago <laughs> like you don't know where they're at now but um but yeah so it kind of got bits from from like a delay um so so yeah it was kind of nice i think you did that was the only way i kind of ever knew anything i think you would say to a few people wouldn't you like if you speak to her in a few days time like let her know that everything's good and whatever yeah so, i couldn't ring her because um obviously just we knew risky. that we knew that the likelihood was that having been our uh, getaway driver that they would have probably got lib's phone so we couldn't take the risk mm. of, of i think they would Liv's. have anyway even if you hadn't i think yeah. even if yeah. i had driven you i still think they would have come here on day one yeah. Because that's generally what they do is they go to families' houses straight away, like all the fugitives. So I think like they would have come here anyway. Yeah. So it's kind of like, well, if they're going to come here anyway, let's do something fun with it and do a decoy, <laughs> like, you know, make them think they're here. And of course, the whole journey to Alison Hammond's house as well led to one of the, the many Sorry Jordan <laughs> moments in, in the show. Um, how much of that did you sort of know afterwards or was that a complete surprise when you watched it back a few weeks ago that they were actually so close on your tail at that point? Yeah, we knew as soon as it was all over because Alison told us. Uh, Alison, oh, and, and Tony. Tony rang Alison. So Tony, the driver, rang Alison to tell Alison that he'd just seen them. So she knew immediately. And then she oh. rang Liv to tell Liv. No, he rang oh. me. Oh, Tony rang you. So you, right. know, you know when they went... Um... You know when you saw Tony was on the phone and Jordan walked over to Tony to be like, and he was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm confident he was on the phone to me at that time. Because wow. he rang me and I was like, why are you ringing me? Stop calling me. Like, don't speak to me right yeah, now. Like, someone would ring you, you'd be like, don't, don't call me. Go, like, leave. <laughs> Um, but, but in answer but yeah. to your question, we found out when when it was over, uh, not when it was transmitted, because yeah. uh, Alison told us straight away. But up until that point, we had no idea that they were that close. None. And I knew, None. so he, when he rang me, because he rang me and said, I was meant to be meeting them, they're not here, do you know where they are? And I'm like, I know nothing, like, I don't know, I'm not spoke to them at all. Um, but I think then, so I knew, but I couldn't tell them, like, they're literally right behind you, so I couldn't, I couldn't contact them in any way, it was too risky, so, yeah. It's, it's it's quite sort of funny to see that because that was a, a brilliant moment. I mean, for us, I mean, Jordan's a lovely bloke because you know you've obviously like met yeah. him and spoke with him and stuff. And he, he interacts with all the time on Instagram. He's absolutely brilliant. Loves the sorry Jordan stuff. We we're a little bit apprehensive of that. It just started off as a little joke when we it first did, started yeah. doing it, but he loves it now, and it's sort of snowballed thanks to JP. We can't quite say why yet, but uh, you'll see quite soon. <laughs> Let's I think just they say, know. yeah, <laughs> Let, Let's just say that the. The Sorry Jordan t-shirts that you saw us wearing when we did the Instagram Live, they've now multiplied. Yes. Let's just say that and there's something yeah. coming very, very soon. But yeah. he's, a, he's a lovely guy. But was there any other points on the wrong seat? It definitely seemed like, I don't, it might have been the way it was edited, but it always seemed to be Jordan and Shaz that were sort of yeah, on we, your tail all the time. Yeah, again, we didn't know that uh, until it was at the end. And uh, apparently it was them that... I don't think it was intentional. It's just that wherever they were based, or because they were on our, on our tails all the time. Apparently, we found out afterwards. Well, well, it, um, not at, at, at the end. We had uh, uh, Becky Mason and uh, oh, Bex and yeah, they nearly caught us. We were near Delamere Forest, and they and that's when we were driving, and they were coming the other way, uh, and we saw them there. But then, but yeah, Shaz, uh, Shaz nearly caught us. We ended up when we left. When we left Alison's house and we decided not to go to the cemetery, we actually asked 
uh, Alison's lodger, if you would just take us down the road. And that journey down the road eight ended hours. to be eight hours later. And he dropped us off at a Ferrari garage in Seven Oaks because we, uh, we, we were trying to get to Watford uh, ahead of going to Heart oh, Radio the day after. So we had to be near, near Watford to get the transport over to there. And we went in the Ferrari garage. So he drops at the Ferrari garage. And because, I mean, the guy was ashen. He was literally a mile down the road and eight hours later. And so he drops us the there. The yeah, the lodger. So, um, and, and when we're at the Ferrari garage, we were then trying to get a Ferrari over to Watford. And the garage uh, agreed to do that. But then Ferrari as a dealership wanted written, um, written permission ahead. So they, so they ended up, they couldn't do it. And we had to get someone else. And literally, uh, Shaz told us that they drove past the garage because they had a feeling that we're in that we're in uh, Seven Oaks, and he spoke to a lady, an interviewer, and she said, "I've just seen Eva Speakman because she asked me for directions." Bizarrely, same woman, uh, and and he said, "Which direction did she go?" And she went. He said she went in that direction, and then she said, "I know Nick likes cars. There's a Ferrari garage up there. Let's check there." Wow. And he and he went to the garage and literally we five we'd minutes five late minutes we'd left five minutes before we left so it was as though it was as though we kept we kept crossing each other mm. uh, and then obviously then we went to Heart Radio the following day and again it was Shaz and Jordan and we actually saw from when, after the Crystal Maze we got in the taxi we drove past them we saw them in Leicester Square we saw them we drove past them three times uh, they so were they were assigned to them most of the time it they seems so they? but like for I, the whole like I think at the very beginning at the very end not so much but the very yeah like, I mean but what I will say what you're saying there about 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 Jordan and 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 this sort of sorry Jordan uh you're absolutely right I've got to say that one thing that I cannot or, or we cannot speak highly enough about is the the kindness and integrity and just loveliness of the hunters themselves yeah yeah what what absolutely yeah. gorgeous people I mean okay we've not met them all we've not met anybody from HQ either because you don't get to meet them obviously they're in HQ but the hunters that we met absolutely so lovely such nice people and and it was so lovely because um one thing that we then learned when we got caught was they just said we wanted you more than anybody and now there's he said like in, in hq there's this everybody goes oh my god he said you've just become the bloody speakman <laughs> the, the cameraman said i've never in all the years he said i've done every celebrity celebrity hunted he said and we have never had a chase quite as we have with you and he said so much so he said i want you to sign my leg the bloody speakman's which we did and it's a guy called sean who's equally lovely and he was telling us like how how many times they they so nearly got us and then we got away and uh, anyway so nick nick wrote on his just signed his leg the bloody speakman's and then the, the following or the same day or the following day he literally had it tattooed on his leg yeah. the bloody speakman's so so when we go about you know about getting under people's skin we actually have yeah forever yeah, totally. for but, but there was another time when we uh, we ended up in in i think it was towards the middle of the second week we were in east grinstead and uh oh my god uh, yeah. yeah and and early on uh, like the first day i was i was when we went to wales i was walking down this this uh this road which was really steep and i tripped up and I flipped over because of the backpack because packed far too much because it was last minute job uh, and and I really banged myself and I felt like I'd, I'd 
bang my tooth or something. Um, so we ended up going to a dentist uh, to have this checked out. Uh, and he was like, no, everything's fine. But then the second week, my tooth fell out. My front, front tooth, tooth. tooth capped and it fell out. Oh, my God. So I had, no, I had no front tooth. And I was like, what are we going to do now? And we're, we're at an associate's house. And she said, just by chance, she said, uh, one of my friends is a dentist and he's down the road. So uh, she called him. And anyway, I went to the dentist and, and he fixed my tooth. What we didn't know is where her house was so hard to find. Um, when she told us the address, it was it's it's the address is quite unusual, so it was so hard to find. The hunters were also looking for her address, but they were struggling to find it as we just we fell on it by chance, but they were struggling to find it. And and we found out afterwards that literally there were there were part where the house is, it's like uh on the corner there's a shop and they were parked on the shop and people had taken selfies with them. So when when we left the lady found out that the hunters were there. Yeah, so what so, happened? I we, spoke yeah. to her. The lady's called Steph. So I spoke to Steph. And she, Steph was saying she goes to like a book club or something. And it was a couple of days later, she was at the book club. And someone in the book club went, oh my God, they must be filming Hunted. And she was like, oh, what makes you say that? Obviously knowing she'd had them like two days before. <laughs> and um, there's someone in the book club went, well, my daughter was at the shop on the corner and she took a selfie with them. And she went, oh, can I see it? And she went, yeah, yeah. And she showed her the photo and went, look. And it was with Jordan and Chaz so, that she'd seen so what on the really corner. So what really funny is that Nick's at the dentist. I'm hanging knickers on the washing line because I'd just done my laundry. Uh, and Shaz and Jordan yeah. were right outside, and we never knew until afterwards. Poor Jordan. <laughs> Anna, again, sorry, Poor Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> I've got a question for you. Good then. Right, you're on the run as a fugitive. Yeah. You're gonna get caught. It's a it's nailed on. Right. Would you rather get caught yeah. in a dentist chair having like your front tooth sorted? Yeah. Or with your knickers down having a wee behind a bush? <laughs> uh, probably dentist chair. Uh, I'm going yeah. knickers in the bush. You've still got a bit of a chance of a runaway once you're in a dental chair. Not if your knickers around your ankles, you aren't. Which, <laughs> don't you? You pull them up or flip them off and run. Well, waddle. Waddle, waddle you pull can't, them. No, you if you're waddling whilst trying to pull them up, you're going to go flat on your face. Yeah, the penguin, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can drip dry anyway. I mean, we've thinking about this way too way much. Way too much. Nice <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> to know that you'd rather get caught in a dentist chair. But yeah. Again, like they say, I think you'd have a better chance of... Um, well, I'd rather be... Caught with your pants up. Well, I'm, I'm going to put it to you guys. I'm going to ask you each individually: <laughs> dentist chair or we behind the bush? Live, go. Dentist chair. Yeah. De dentist chair. Dentist chair. Yeah. Or, we behind the bush. Yeah. Right, right. Got to stick. To, got to stick to your roots. Have you? <laughs> um, lots more uh, questions to, to sort of fire at you. I want to go back a little bit to heart breakfast because. We know that when you're on the run, um, we've seen it in previous Celebrity Hunter series as well, Like a little bit like Ed, there are certain commitments that you have to do. There was a singer on a few years ago who ended up performing a concert. Yeah. I think that might have been Jordan and Chaz that were in the crowd. I but might be wrong. Potentially. Um, but anyway, the heart breakfast thing, was that a scheduled interview which you already had pre-planned or was it just a, oh, I'm going to pop in and see Amanda Holden and and chill out with Jamie Theakston? I mean, not a bad no. way to spend no. the morning, to be fair. No, it was pre-planned because we'd brought a book out and we had some commitments uh, in relation to promoting the book as well, which uh, we had quite a lot over that period uh, that we you know, managed to uh, shelve some of them, but uh, we had to do that one. So uh, so we knew that we had to be there regardless of uh, being unhunted anyway. Yeah. Uh, so so we, we had to be there that day. That I think that probably 
was the riskiest thing because it's in, you know, it's in Leicester Square in central London. And there's a lot of CCTV. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And obviously, whilst you're on heart, we saw you in a uh, in one of your disguises. One of many. One of many. <laughs> um, were there any that you used that we didn't see? Yes. Yes. Uh, so I know you probably sent the photographs. I know Liv's put it on our social media. I've got any others. Um, but there was, yeah, there was uh, me being, I was pregnant. We had. Yeah, that, well, that, that, the, your pregnancy belly started off. Uh, originally is a beer belly for, for me yeah. <laughs> there was yeah. also and oh my god I laughed so much he had I bought this uh, glue on ginger beard got that um, that, can you see that I'm not sure if you can see that <sighs> that was another one Hang on. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that so, yeah <laughs> um, so but we what we tended to do was we would swap wigs round so if I was blonde one day mm. then Nick would be blonde the next um and we just sort of kept we just kept maneuvering them round. Uh, obviously, like I said, Nick had the beer belly as well, which I don't think you sort of got to see maybe blowing it up, but you didn't get to see the finished result. I had different coloured tattoo sleeves. I had um, like a was it called a, a papoose with a baby baby yeah. in it. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's one thing I'll say as well. We said to um, associates when they were meeting them um, in advance, like anyone that's going to see them, if you've got any like props or wigs or anything they can take, because I think that's one thing we said at the start, wasn't it that. I obviously seen the series prior, and I remember there was um, there was was it the Vivian? Um, they dressed up as like old ladies, um, yeah, and did, immediately, yeah. do you remember? Yeah, and immediately they saw it on CCTV and was like, okay, there's no, that's not two old ladies. It's got to be that someone in disguise. And I remember us discussing it and saying like, you want disguises that aren't. They don't look like disguises. They look like yeah. natural little yeah. things that normal yeah. people would have that aren't like yeah, so sand it was, it was glassy, like, So glasses, just little tiny changing things. our hair colour, uh, wearing different things on our heads. Mm. So that, that some sometimes wearing tattoos, sometimes not. Uh, there's one that you probably didn't see uh, was I had uh, tights that looked like tattoos, so my legs were tattooed in a little skirt. Um, yeah, so the, it was all sort of variations around that. Really, I can't think of anything else of it. The, the baby was good though. No. The, the fake baby, baby. Yeah, the fake baby yeah. was good because it, it was yeah. the doll looked like a real baby yeah. and dumped that at a friend's house on the first night. No, I feel like all our like friends have got different. Like, yeah, we yeah, still have like, yeah. We still have like, collected all our things. No. There's there's um, some night clothes and clothing and, and a baby and other costumes here and there. Yeah. 
still to be collected. And Dad's got Alison Hammond's son's swim trunks as well that have come back. Yeah, somehow. yeah. I mean, it's, going back to the last minute packing, I did not pack in the shorts, and as you know, it was absolutely roasting. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, I ended up wearing Alison's son's shorts, <laughs> and 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 then obviously I ended up wearing one of Alison's wigs, which was at Heart Radio. And also another thing that you won't know was that I took a sleeping bag with me on the we slept with friends the first night and they dropped us off in Liverpool I left my sleeping bag in the back of their car so they gave me Alison Ham so Alison gave me um a sleeping bag so I had Alison's sleeping bag and I left that in an, another associate's car that dropped us at Heart Radio so then when we got to the Crystal Maze we shared a sleep your sleeping bag and then David from the Crystal Maze gave me his sleeping bag. So I ended up borrowing or losing three sleeping bags. All our items before. like rotating yeah. around the network. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What you need to do, because I know you're going out on tour soon, which is yes. um, By the way, if you want to get tickets, visit yep. your website, which yep. is nickandeba.com, N I K and A N D Eva, E B A.com. And I think you're coming to sort of near us, going East Mids Airport, Derby Way, I think. We are. Yeah, we're there on Saturday. We are, we're there Saturday. Feel free to pop over and say hi if you like. Yeah, we might see if we've got mm. a spare half an hour. There's yeah. no football now, so no, I've there got, isn't. actually got nothing to do. Mm. Yeah, yeah but we'll, we'll, we'll give you the details after. But yeah, you're more than welcome to pop by and say hi if you like when we're there. It'd be nice to see you both in the, in the flesh. Um, yeah, so we were saying about, obviously, like you, you guys are going on tour. What you should do whilst you're on tour is you should go back around all your associates again. <laughs> Collect everything. Collect all the stuff. There you go. Exactly. We should like definitely do that. Like a backwards treasure hunt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah like that. <laughs> yeah. There used to be a show on Channel 4 called Treasure Hunt, I think. Is there? So maybe, maybe you oh, guys okay. can. Yeah, there was. Of course, I think there was. Well, actually, Eva mentioned before that we... Uh, uh, and a, a charity that we're in, involved with called Trauma Research UK. We've got our first charity ball on Saturday the 16th of September in Leeds. Uh, so I think we should gather all our stuff together and raffle it off. Yeah, and I'm, we're hoping yeah. to have quite a few of um, some of the hunters and people from Hunted there joining us. So that should be a really good night. So if anybody wants details about that, it's traumaresearchuk.org. Yeah, make sure you tag us in social media near the day and we'll give it a share for you. Ah, oh, bless well. Thank you. Thank you. Right, let's let's rip the plaster off, Go shall on, we? Then. Let's talk that final day. You've obviously got the extraction details. Um, you know, as over the last couple of series we've hunted, once you get given those details, the hunters are made aware of where you are. Just to sort of even the game up a little bit and just to maybe ramp up the yeah. pressure a little bit more. It's quite a good tactic from a production point of view yeah. to get that that going um what's going through your mind when you get that because bobby and saffron was stayed sort of east midlands center of the country so they could go one way or the other whereabouts were you and then what was going through your mind when uh, you you saw oh my god we've got to get to there and we've got this amount of time to do it yeah right well we we were actually in wales at the time and all you know whether we didn't hear the message right or not but all we heard was uh headcorn airfield we didn't know where? whereabouts that was at all we all we heard was headcorn and they now know where you are that was it like, oh my god yeah so <laughs> do you only get to listen to it once do you only get to listen to the message yeah. once well, you, you you can ring the number again but obviously now at that then then 
you now know that a message has gone through they know where you are yeah. so, and, um, and obviously i mean that's that's one thing about about the, the show and you know there. when they say oh it's not real honestly you just never know where they are and and, and knowing that they were so close to us and it's funny when i was saying about when i went to the dentist the uh, rm bed who uh, uh, told us since said did you not see them when i went to the dentist she said did you not see them i said well i said well i saw them she said i'm surprised they didn't see you know didn't see us um you know so we was really so close to them so you never know where they are so um uh when we when we ran we just wanted to get away and we had no idea where head corn was and, and my first thought was it's somewhere there's a lot of, a lot of places in in yorkshire that start with head something you know, and, as because, in head and, lid, uh, and because we were convinced that we were the last man, like the last men standing, we thought, I bet that it's going to be some, they will have orchestrated it so it's not too far for us. That's what we assumed. So we we didn't even know it was anywhere down south. We're thinking, right, headcon, it's got to be somewhere around here. Bearing in mind, we don't want to use anybody's phones because the minute you start using phones and it's an associate, they might be able to track you or find where that person is. So we wanted to get away from Wales and we ended up going through Chester and up to Delamere Forest. Uh, and then and then it was just like, and then we just said, right, what we need to do, we just need to find out exactly where we're going. Excuse me. And at that point, we stopped someone and Google and, and Google on their phone. And then we found out that it was in Kent. And we said, right, OK, we now need to get to Kent. But, we, but at that point, using, the, using that phone, that's when they were able to track us and yeah. we so we then were heading south and then they they crossed us and we and we, we literally as you saw on the show they crossed us and, and then they turned around and then they turned around and our driver who's a friend of ours didn't notice, he didn't notice like, and he didn't even hear me go josh they're there because we had a covid, they had a screen. COVID screen up which was because we still it was last year so there were still covid restrictions so so Josh didn't hear me. So Josh is there like driving Miss Daisy, you know, I'm gonna <laughs> And we could see them turn around. Seen them turn around and I'm like, Josh, for the love of God And I'm like shouting at him and then he went, What? I went, They're there and he went, Oh crap and um, and so then he drove <laughs> off and then I saw that side that little lane. I just went, Turn down there, turn down there, just get rid of us quick and you keep driving because I knew they'd clocked his car at that point. So the car for us and uh, the, the further Josh could get away and drive they'd follow the car not us so and, and, and we ended up going in a in a house that was being renovated and speaking to some builders and and i don't know how you felt either but one of the builders i thought don't trust well no. the same thing and i thought he's going to do something because we asked to use the phone and he really cagey yeah, about he it and, uh, and we used his phone and then he wandered off with his phone and i thought i wonder if he's going to go and ring someone yeah. because it, and so we hid behind this building and he went and then uh, and then this guy came who looked it was the owner the owner and he looked like he looked a bit scary and i just saw this guy and one of the builders went oh that's the owner and i just literally saw this guy walking towards us and I just thought, I can't have him throw us out of here because we were hiding, waiting for Dave to come and pick us up. And I just ran up to this guy and I put my arms around him and I just squeezed him really tight. And I went, you, my darling, are my saviour. And I think he probably just thought, what the hell? <laughs> I broke his state because he was like, who are you? And then and because, I, because of what I did, uh, he just really softened and he went, What's going on? And obviously, what this lad had done was rang his boss and said that yeah. these people. Yeah. And 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 I just explained. I went, look, we're fugitives on the run. He went, I know what you're talking about. I said, come with me. And he hid us in a garage, and we had a little peephole. And we'd rang our friend Dave, the one we know with the that she's the one you saw 
where we're hiding and we literally crossed the hunters. Um, but when we got in Dave's car, Dave had already seen them. And Dave said, listen, I've just seen the hunters. I'm sure it's a female. She's got dark hair. I'm sure it's her. So we were already like, this could be it. This could be the end for us. But we just scooched down and got right down into the foot while I went, Dave, just drive, just get us get us out of here. So anyway, she she she, she didn't see us and we, 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 we drove past her. And then we slept outside in someone's garden in Chester, Cheshire. But, but then we had the issue of trying to get from there to the uh, to the south in the time, and and we just got to the point where the only way to do it was was go on the motorway, and and you know otherwise we wouldn't have been there. And, and look at thinking back now, no, avoiding the motorway, had we missed the extraction, what would have happened? Because no one. To my knowledge, no one's ever not got to extraction or not been caught. We also, again, we were supposed to, and we had all this. We'd, we'd, we'd got, we had the money that we needed. We had everything set, and we uh, we had a phone number to uh, a chap that was going to fly us um, and get us an, an aircraft and fly us into Headcorn. And he said he would do it for us. However, um, he said, I'm really sorry, but because of the, the weather, he said, we can't fly right now because it's too hot. So he couldn't fly us in. That was absolutely gutting because that was our way of getting to Headcon on a, on a light aircraft. And to be told we couldn't do it, that was it. Then we were like, we will not make this now. What are we going to do? And that was when we ran the taxi and went, well, it's, it, it's taxiing, maybe get it or not at all. Yeah, I mean, at least you gave it a go. Yeah. At, at what point did you know that the Hunters were behind you on the motorway? And then what's going through your head? Because they, because of, you know, powers of the state are replicated, so they can't like box you in on the on the motorway. They've got yeah. to wait until you come off. What's going through through your head? Are you trying to think of a potential escape, or are you just thinking, sit back, relax? Oh, because because yeah, no, because of the, our money, didn't we? So yeah. at that point, I just went right, Nick. Behind us, there seemed to be more than one. There was at least two cars that I could see. So I just I went, think that made, again that made us think that we were the last last ones yeah. because. You know, you don't usually get two, you know, two defenders could, chasing Yeah, there's yeah. two defenders and I just, and like I said, because of what had been on social media, we were the, 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 the all the most wanted posters had all come down by hours. So I went, this is up now, there's probably going to be more coming. I, I never thought that that was our, I, I sort of thought they might get us, but I'm still not going down without a fight. So until the driver pulled over, I mean, I had someone, I split the money in with Nick, and I went, just do what you need to do, take that, just run. And, uh, and obviously we got out of the car and ran and, uh, and they caught us. But um, it was it was very exciting. We both said that it was more like that ending. Was... Yeah, it was. It was really good. And, and you know, and, and the taxi driver was like, they won't catch me. And, and he was like for speeding and we're like, you can't, you can't, you know, yeah, the, you yeah. can't break the speed limit. Yeah. He's like, I can break the speed well, limit. I'll get you away. And it's like, no, you can't do we're that. You're going to get arrested. You can't do that. You know, we can't, we can't sort of we can't put that in jeopardy um so yeah but he really wanted to put his foot down and break the speed limit and we're like no no we've got, we've got to play by the rules in that in that regard i mean to be fair you know there's some taxi drivers who are thinking i don't get paid enough for this uh, i'm just going to drive you straight into arms but he's yeah. thinking no no if i can yeah. get you out of it i'm going to get you out of yeah, it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 yes I mean, I'll be honest with you, he'd never seen the show and he wasn't quite sure what the hell was going on, but he, he, <laughs> he loved it. You yeah. know, he said, he said, I'm in a film. Yeah, and he that, said, I feel like and, I'm in a film. This is brilliant. And, and, and then when, when they caught, when they caught us, you were like, fuming. yeah, it was like, he was fuming, but he's like, get this side. He said, I'm a movie star. <laughs> 
Oh, brilliant. What a guy. Absolutely yeah. love it. Um, obviously, you know, lovely little line at the end when you sort of say to Cashmore, what kept your lad? That's brilliant. Would have been so much funny if it was Jordan. You got <laughs> yeah. Jordan, though, though, Eva. And then, obviously, they get straight on the phone to HQ and you sort of have an interaction with them. What was what was that like when you were sort of uh, speaking to, to the chief? Um, I, I mean, yeah, I, I remember saying to her that, you know, you know she said it and you must be gutted. And, and, and to, be, to be honest, we weren't because we, we, wanted to, we wanted to do 14 days. Yeah, and we... I know we didn't get to extraction, but, you know, when we woke up that morning, we felt like, do you know what? If we don't get to extraction... We've done our best. We've done our best, and you know we were we were so tired. I can't tell you. Yeah, but our well, kids literally when we left, the kids said, "Don't want to see you for fourteen days." Now, where they went wrong was they should have said, "We don't want to see you till after you've escaped and got to extraction." But because they said fourteen days, they yeah, well, we did what we yeah, said. Yeah. We did well, what we exactly trying to do is essentially turn around and blame Liv and Hunter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said. Well, uh, I said, no, don't come back till day 14. And that is what you did. Yeah, no, that's yeah. what I said. And I'll be honest, so they said, so we, we when we don't, we, were, we we got so much further than we expected. And that's the truth. We, we, you know. And I will say actually as well, I should say, didn't really show it on camera, but because I mean, Cashmore's a really good friend of mine now. But when he came here, I was like flirting with him, like in my interrogation. And uh, when he came, he said to me, uh, he asked me, because he thought I was going to maybe potentially pick them up again. And he said, oh, what are you doing later? And uh, I went, why do you want to take me for a drink? So then when he was leaving, when they came here, I said, uh, he went, I'll tell you what, he went, I'll take you for that drink tomorrow when I bring your parents home. And I went, uh, do you mean in 14 days time? I went, yeah, I'll see you then. So I told him 14 days, told you yeah, 14 days. Everyone, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. technically it was, you know, it was 14 days. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. No, we were, we were maybe so that's it. Maybe your, your thing with, with, with Cashmore trying to, you know, get him to, to go for a drink and that, maybe that gave him the fuel to... Yeah, to cover that extra half, half yeah. maybe. <laughs> oh but, dear. But yeah, no, we were when we got caught. I don't know. I think it was just such an adrenaline rush that you, you're not really thinking straight, and that is the truth. And obviously, that's why I, 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 there was the slip yeah. because it's so fraught. Literally, you just you're in a car chase. You then get pulled over. You then run in thinking, I don't want to get, I, I'm, I'm not going down without a fight. You run in. And then the next thing, you've got a camera in your face and it's the chief. So there wasn't any like, right, let's let's retake this on. Now this is what's going to happen. It didn't happen like that. It all happened so, so quickly. Hello. Um, um, so this is, this, <laughs> it's got a little Harry, bit. Don't look, there's a cat on the screen. <laughs> yeah. Harry's, Harry was growling about 10 minutes ago, so I sort of sneaked out to open the door. He's lying at our feet at the minute, so every now and again, you might just see his nose pop up. <laughs> well, you froze us. So yeah, we, we can't see yeah, you anyway. Oh, there you go. Oh. But yeah, so, hands, that's all right. so that last, those last few moments were a complete and utter whirlwind. We'd, we'd not slept very well the night before because we knew that the likelihood of us making extraction timing-wise was was really touch and go. Um, and we just sort of kept thinking, is there anything else we can do? Because we knew that the aircraft wasn't an option. And um, yes, yeah, so it was all it was all really fraught. Um, but equally, we were we were really proud we'd got to where we'd got to. Bit gutted, bit gutted, not like devastated that we didn't get to extraction because we'd made 14 days. And I don't think anybody, I really don't think in episode one, and you might, you know, I bet I, I would think that a lot of people said to us that, they didn't really think that we would get beyond a couple of episodes. 
So no, oh, for any other reason, I saw one of our family friends in the um, in the co-op down the road. Like it was like day ten. I think Andy. Oh yeah. yeah. I saw him and it was like day ten, and he was like, "Oh, how are Nick and Eva?" And I was like, "Oh, they're still gone." And he went, "No, they're not." And I went, "They are." And he was like, "Are you joking me?" I, went, I didn't think they'd last like three days. So I was like, oh, "Thanks, Andy. <laughs> That's so nice." Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I suppose I suppose we we were sort of the eldest of the group and probably sort of quite a serious. Our, you know, mm. our quite serious career as therapists. So I suppose, and not many people really knew us. Uh, people know us off this morning as therapists, and that's always in our professional capacity. Nobody's ever seen us as Nick and Eva, mm. um, and and that so that was really nice actually, being able to for people to. And that's that was you, you said at the start of our conversation. You said, "What's the feedback been like?" And the feedback, the biggest thing that we've heard most of all is. It was really nice to get to know you both and oh my god you're both so funny and that really is a compliment because we love to laugh and to make other people laugh as well um when we spoke to bobby he said that before going on the run you helped him overcome his dislike of marmite and that he now eats it every single day yes yes yeah that was really funny Um, and i'll let you tell the story because it was you really but it really made me laugh that we were in prison and um we sort of all sat around and whatever and then nick just stood up and he he went he wandered off and i went where are you going he went i think i'm just gonna go and cure bobby of his phobia of marmite i went why well, i went <laughs> I went, all right then um, so, so off he went and but anyway, so- well that was it that was it really i mean uh uh whilst you i i don't know what you were doing but me and bobby were talking uh it might not might not you might not be surprised uh, you know there was uh, uh a bit of a uh, a table there with some food and that's where I was. Uh, oh, so the real reason was not to go and cure him of the marmite. That was a side yeah. thing. You were just looking for the food. Yeah, so I was at the food table talking to Bobby and uh, uh, and I'm like, oh, I've not seen the, you know, the little tubs of marmite. I've not seen them for ages. I love them. And Bobby said, oh, it's the worst thing ever. And I said, how come? He said, I just hate it. Uh, and I said, I can get you over that. Uh, and, and it just went from there, really. So, um, well, you know, because I think Marmite's amazing. And uh, it's one of, talk, one yeah. of the things, uh, it's one of the things that we do at our workshops, actually. We do it in reverse. So, we, it's, a, it's a technique that we use to stop people from eating chocolate or sweets. It's to repulse them against chocolate. And it, I mean, we've not eaten chocolate for probably like 15, 20 years because we've done it to each other. And so, we did it to Bobby, or Nick did it to Bobby in reverse to make him love Marmite. Whereas, normally, what we do is make people hate something. But, um, and that, and it was that method. Uh, yes, I mean, essentially, you might not realize, but the, uh, you know, any food that you eat or don't eat is based on either, you know, on, on a previous experience, your first concept yeah. of it. So yeah. uh, so it's a matter of just changing that coding. So but yeah, he has it every day now. Talking about it, oh my yeah. God, what an what absolutely a lovely guy he is. delightful and gorgeous human being he is. He is literally so sweet. Um, I mean, we kept, we've kept in touch with Bobby. We just got on, we got on with Bobby straight away. He loved Nicola as well. We didn't get to meet Nikesh because obviously he had COVID. Yeah. So, but again, Nicola was really sweet, really lovely. Watching it, I was so gutted that they, that she got caught sort of fairly fairly early days. Yeah. But that was really nice getting to know them, and obviously Ed and James because the night before we got released from prison, we spent the night with Ed, James, and um, and Bobby mostly, and we literally were just. Crying, laughing so much. I'm going to say, Ed said to Eva, "You've given me so much material for my next show." <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Well, we'll maybe have to keep an eye out then. 
Like, he'll have to call his tour the bloody Speakmans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, perfect It's the best name. way to do it. We've obviously been asking um, the public for some questions. We'll try and rattle through them. Really appreciate you sitting down and, and talking to us uh, uh, today on, on the podcast. We've obviously had lots of them uh, flooded yes. in for you. Uh, the first one comes from Milo, who says, what was the one moment that you were the most anxious whilst on the run? For me, most definitely when we got out of the crystal maze and we were on the in the taxi and I saw the hunters. Yeah, I'd go with the same one. Yeah, because uh, even though they were so close in other situations, we didn't actually know. But then we knew because we saw them and we knew that they knew that we were in a taxi. Okay. Um, the next one comes from JP. What a guy. Um, and JP says, what does Nick bench? <laughs> Oh, right. Well, if, if, if he wants to know what my uh, best bench, uh, which I'm not quite there currently, but, but the, the best, uh, the most I've ever benched is uh, 4.35. That's 4.35. I've got no idea what that means, but I'm sure JP will, I'm sure. Yeah, 135 pound bench press. For five. JP will know. Yeah, JP will know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it'll explain it to us. Uh, Daisy from HQ says, uh, were there any funny bits that didn't make the edit which you wished you had? I also wish that I hadn't have asked that question so I feel like there'll be a million answers to this with you two. I think every second would have been a laugh. Yes, it was. It was. I mean, for me, Nick's tooth falling out was hilarious. Like, even though I didn't want him to be in any discomfort, but he looked so funny. I thought, oh my God, you have so nailed the fugitive look now with that tooth missing. That that was also hilarious. The horse. About the horse. Oh my God, Crystal Maze. So oh, in the Crystal yeah. Maze, there's a, a, a game. So they closed the Crystal Maze when it all finished, everybody left. And then David took us around some of the games and there was a, a, a game so which- so jealous. Oh, oh my God, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. But there's one game where uh, I was- So Lancelot. Lancelot. And, and, had, and yeah, I had this joust, this jousting stick, and I was on this horse, which was like, a, a, it was like a, a, a mobile scooter, but dressed as a horse, and I had to, I had to move it round and, and and joust. Honestly, it was the funniest thing. It was yeah, so bad on it, that. Yeah, and it just kept crashing, and that was that was really yeah. really funny. There was honestly so just so many just so many bits. things, so, so many, many things. Feed, feeding the the uh, sea lions. Feed, oh yeah, we fed yeah, sea lions, fish, yeah. which was quite funny. Um, and then there was another time where some uh, a member of the public said that we could use their uh, shower. It was an outdoor shower, and we were like, "Oh, <laughs> amazing! Thank you!" And uh, it was actually just a horse uh, pipe, pipe on a hook. On a hook. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you dress things up in a certain yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is it an outdoor shower? Is it a hose? It does the same thing. Yeah, it does. does the but same they didn't thing. tell us so, yeah. that we could strip naked and then yeah, it's fine. And it would be okay. Uh, you know, when we were talking earlier yeah. about like hidden cameras and stuff, I've got a funny feeling that this person was trying to start, start their own like celebrity like <laughs> cameo site or whatever. <laughs> to, I don't know. Very, very strange. Um, Holly has asked, what's your biggest bit of advice for anyone on the run in the future? Enjoy it. Don't just take enjoy it. it. Yeah, don't. Yeah. Uh, for the Definitely. first few days, we took it very seriously in that we were like, "Oh my God, what about this? What about that?" And then after about after we left Allison's, and we we figured that we literally just got away. We just had this gut feeling that they were going to be nearby or in the cemetery, and we just sort of at that point went, "Do you know what? I think let's just have fun. Let's just have fun. I think we've just got away with it." We didn't get caught on day one, so let's just enjoy the rest of it. So just don't take it too seriously. Enjoy it. One thing we have had come through uh, email, we've had a really great 
question. So we're going to put it to all three of you yep. and we're going to give ours as well. Okay. They want to sort of redo Hunts a little bit yeah. and change the way it works. So instead of going as a two, uh, you're now going to go as a four. So you're all going to, you're both going to split up. You're all going to split up and you get to choose one person from Hunted HQ, past or present, one ground hunter, past or present, and one fugitive, past or present, civilian or celebrity, to form your ultimate hunted team. So I'll give you a couple of minutes to think about it. We'll answer ours. Okay. And then to have, a, have a little think about... Yeah, just repeat that again. You've got, you've got one person from HQ, yep. one ground hunter, and then yep. one fugitive past present uh, from... That, that's um, a celebrity yeah. or civilian. Okay. So past or uh, one fugitive, past or present, who is either a celebrity or a civilian from the civilian okay. series. Right. You've given this some thought, haven't you? I have. Yeah. Go so for it. mine are so from Hunter HQ. I am choosing Smiley Steve, who wasn't in the celebrity one this time, but is normally in civilian. Yeah, Steve Hurst. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my ground hunter is either because i can't choose it no them. you've got to choose this is the rules of the game right, okay then it's danny okay yeah from the very she was in the very early series as uh, a ground hunter um and then my fugitive is the last civilian winner um of sarah kibble yeah and that's, that's who choice. i was even though i didn't see it that's yeah exactly we would go for yeah. yeah yeah good choice i think uh mine from hunted hq I think you've got to go with Raymondo. I think it just <laughs> it just keep you perked up. And then, you know, if, if you're on the run with him, you know he's not going to be coming out with scathing lines about you. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Raymondo. Um, ground Hunter, someone's got to keep your spirits up. And it's got to be JP. Yeah. I think he'll be he'll be good. It was a tie between him and Steve Cotton, but I'm going JP JP. And I can't disagree with the 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 the, the fugitive. Sarah Kibble had it all. So that, yeah. that's my ultimate team. Uh, Eva, I'll come to you first. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let me have a think. So the chief before Lisa, I can't remember. Um, I, I, I know. I liked him. Was yeah. it the, the, young, the younger one or the older guy? The, the older, older one. guy. Yeah, so that were Peter Blexley, who's, yeah. Because I've seen him on other stuff. Yeah. I've seen other stuff. And although I, I haven't seen any of the older ones with him on Hunted, I've seen him on other stuff and I know who he is. And I think he, I, I, I would imagine that he'd be really good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking, uh, what time should I go, Lisa? Because I do like her, you know. I know a lot of people. Well, I'm going to go, at, I know I asked you first, but I'm going to do it with Peter because we've got similar thoughts on this. So. Okay. So, so I'm going, right. so we're going, are you, are you picking the same as me? Well, I don't know. Have you picked okay, it? Okay, so I'm a picture. I think so, because when we watched it, I know we both liked him. Okay. So, yeah, so Peter... It, look, can, I, can, I just, can I just confirm here? Just because we like someone doesn't mean we dislike someone else. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, it doesn't mean that <laughs> we yeah. like I'm glad you said that, because I could just see Daily Mail journalists just writing that down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've seen Peter in Hunted, because I've actually yes, seen you him are. in other, other oh. shows. So, and I'm not sure if I've seen him All that right, far okay. back. Because don't forget, I've not seen many of the Haunted shows. Well worth a watch, the Blexley series. is Yeah, he's very direct he's and very funny. Yeah, yeah. I like him. I'm going with Peter. Right, so yeah. I'm going with Peter from HQ. Ground Hunter, that is a hard one. Because it's got to be the Cashmore or uh, or JP. Oh, Shaz. Shaz is lovely yeah, as well. Yeah, Shaz is lovely. Mm. Can we have him on a rotor? So no, I'm you go. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great one. Firm but fair. No, you can't. Who are you can't, you can't take no, someone can't. else's. Hang on, let me think. Who? Who do I think I could chat with for ages? Shaz talks a lot. To be fair, we didn't meet JP though, did we? Not JP, I'm talking about, I meant, I meant Jordan. Oh, right, I okay. Well, you've got no chance then, have yeah. It might be someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you sure you meant Peter Blake? So you're still not talking about the first guy and no one remembers. I'm going to go Jordan, because I've got loads of questions I'd like to ask him. Uh, and then, uh, what else have I got left now? And and, and a previous um, fugitive would be Sarah. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nick, are you going with the same three or are you going to make... Uh, I, I'll, go, I'll go for the same two and I'll go for Paul Cashmore because he caught me. And uh, uh, and when he caught me, uh, it was just very fortunate that he managed to catch me. And then I challenged him. I said, look, under other circumstances, you won't be able to catch me or you won't be able to beat me in a race. And I challenged him to a 100-metre race. And, and he said... I'm just about out of breath at the moment, right? And it never happened, right? So, um... And are you going with Sarah as well? Yeah, I'm going with Sarah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, Liv, over to you. Yeah, right, you okay. Picking? So I'm going to say, uh, HQ, I'm going to go Lisa, Lisa Thika. Right, I think, okay. Because... Well, it's fair, because I we think... didn't pick her. No, it's not because you didn't pick her. I'm not <laughs> trying to balance it out here. Was, yeah. I, no, yeah, it was Lisa, close. I, was I close. think she's she's switched on. I like, right? she's, I like her. She's gonna have, she, she's gonna know like what is a good and not, what is not a good idea. She's okay. gonna be like you know she's gonna I think she's gonna be on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Can you just also say because you said Steve before was was Steve the one that took over after Peter? Uh, no, so. Uh, Steve Cotton was a ground hunter that we interviewed yes. a while ago. He sort of All right, no, 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 he says. Uh, smiley Steve. Oh, Smiley yeah. Steve, yeah. Smiley Steve is normally one of the. Um, He's the one of the digital analysts. Yeah, one of guys, the digital yeah. analysts. Wait, can, can I ask you, was he an ex sniper? I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. No, there, I... there was someone that I really liked in HQ that was an ex sniper, apparently. I'm sure it might be that, Steve. Anyway, but anyway. we're digressing. Yeah, we should have a yeah. good time to think about it. It might be Mark. Mark's, I think, yeah. Yeah, it could be yeah. Mark. Okay. We get so, confused. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm going, I'm going, like I said, Lisa Thika, because I think she's, I think she knows her stuff. I've got to say what's nice is that brilliant. we're debating so much because we like them all. Yeah, we know, yeah. we do. It's not a bad choice, but no, no, I, think, no. I think with my brains and Lisa's knowledge, I think together, right. okay. it's like a dream team there. And um, yeah, I would say Groundhunter's got to be Cashmore because Cashmore's like my best mate. And also he's, uh, he's got good, he's very good at jumping fences. And physically, he's got he's got that going for him. So I think that he'd be great. And then also, and good content. Like I'm gonna have a laugh. And I think uh, fugitive. So I would have said Sarah. I'm gonna say you've all said Sarah. So I'm gonna go different. And I'm gonna say Eva Speakman because oh, wow. because yeah. I think she's yes. the brains of this operation right here. <laughs> and I'm also gonna say again comedy. Like imagine me, you, Paul, oh and Lisa Thika. We it's a good so time. Laugh. It's a good time. Yeah. So, so yeah, there we go. That's my, yeah. my that, 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 yeah. that what she just said. That's my dream team. Yeah, well, there you go. Change. Am I on it though? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Myself. But you, you were. I, I was just already there. Otherwise, I would have had you, wouldn't I? But yeah, that's that's my that's my. Oh, I like it. Oh, <laughs> brilliant! I love how it like brings so much debate as well. Before we fire off our final question, which is Nat's go-to question. Oh, I forgot about that. I know you didn't even write it down. I'm no. disappointed in you. Um, just want to say a massive thank you for all the interactions over the last six weeks or so. It's been so good to chat to you guys to find out a little bit more about behind the scenes. And yeah, generally, we never thought that like the little silly little podcast no. which we did would sort of 
go a little bit more bigger and people yeah. would listen along to it. So it's been really great to feel a little bit a part of that experience. It has, yeah. I, I think you guys have been a really important part of the yeah. last six weeks. Well, thank, thank you. you. Genuinely mean that. Um, in that it's, I don't know, it's just, it's just nice because you, so. you're kind of impartial because you are fans of the show. So, and, and it's really nice to have your your viewpoint and your interaction and listen to the podcast. We've really, really enjoyed it. I've not listened to them all yet, but really excited to listen to more of them. I think I've listened to you the, from this series, I think, so, the first two or three. So here's a question, Eva. Who's your favourite from Haunted Pod? Oh, no one would ever ask that before. That's a big question. Oh, uh, what? Oh, uh, well. See, so that's go. different, right? Because when you said yes. before, just because you said we like one doesn't mean we don't like another. In this case, it's pretty, like... It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It's fine. It's fine. Like, it's fine. Like, I don't need my oh. ego massaging. It's fine. You can say her, it's fine. I think you're both fabulous. Yeah. And I do, honestly, thank you both, because I think you've... Um, yeah, it's you've been, been really enjoyable what? for us to interact with you guys over the last few weeks. And, and, and that, that said, I've chosen Harry. Yeah, actually, yeah, I agree. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah I would agree. Harry's the best. Yeah, he might get. I can't. I can't say it because he, he might get a T R E A T very yeah. soon. He's I think. I think so. He's been a good right. boy. Right, come Should on. Should we ask fire, the final question? Final question. Right. Okay. So my final question is one that started off silly, but now I have to ask it to everyone. Um, what is your favourite biscuit? Oh, stumps everyone. It does, yeah. No, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a it's a jam it's like it's a jammy dodger, but the jam and cream one. Yes, the foxes ones, right? You love them. I know what I'm doing on Saturday. What we're going to meet the Speakmans, and I'm going to get some foxes. <laughs> foxes. We're going to have a nice sit down, a cup of tea. And let me ask you: Are you dunking or are you not dunking in that with that biscuit? Every single time, dunking. You can't eat them dry. <laughs> You've you know, got to. I'm, I'm so glad you've said this. I've got to get this out. I've got a name and shamer. Sophie, who I work with, right? We love a cup of tea. She'll bring a cup of tea. And we have biscuits. And there was one time we had some Fox's Golden Crunch Creams, also elite biscuit. Yeah. And I was sat, sat there. I dunked one of them in my tea hole, ate it whole. She looked at me like I'd just walked into a living room and basically done an Eva Speakman in a bush. Wow. No. But don't yeah. your biscuit. Yeah. We, we had, I had to cancel meetings and everything. We had a serious <laughs> chat. So oh. we need some educating so. about the biscuit front. Now, the thing about the, the golden crunch, you can't soak for too long. Yeah. It's out. delicate structure. Yeah, you've got yeah. to consider the structural integrity of these biscuits because mm. some are stronger than others. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, here, so I mean, I'm, I'm going to come back with a question. How many times have you been caught out much by your biscuit dunking that and it's snapped. gone wrong? Do you know what? It, again, it depends on the biscuit. I think I make fairly solid dunking biscuit choices. Yeah. So talking jammy dodgers, crunch creams, custard creams, custard creams. But but a, a dunk, a dunk isn't a good dunk. It, you know, you've got to leave it in there for a good dunk. And you know, but some people I've noticed some people with the dunking skills they wimp out a bit and they take it out too fast because they're worried about. It. Yeah. I mean, I've got at least. 18 years dunking experience now, Nick. I'm, I'm going to say I like to know my biscuits. I, I okay. Think I'm, I'm so, quite going confident. back to that, what's your favourite biscuit? I, well, I'm not a biscuit fan, to be honest with you, as you know, because, you know, I don't eat biscuits. However, I would go with um, uh, an oat and raisin cookie. But like, you know, but not in a... 
obviously you mean like, like a proper big uh, yeah proper one. big thing yeah yeah, yeah. that you've got to break before you can dunk it because it just because unless you had a massive cup yeah go on, yeah. Like, what are you see mine was cookies right but this is this is just gonna sound so obscure the best cookie ever to exist is a dark chocolate ginger do you know like a dark chocolate ginger cookie? These, you two should no, be ashamed. It's like, no. it's like we're, we're talking proper, you, we're yeah. talking yeah. bourbons. We're you talking can't do it. Oh, chocolate and hobnobs. No, it's dark, yeah. dark yeah. chocolate and ginger. It's such a good mix. Where are you? Where have you two been? At the I, co-op. They do them at the co-op, okay? <laughs> 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 they do really good. Co-op's finest. Liv, dark stop trying to get a brand deal for co-op biscuits. It's not going to happen. How many times have I mentioned co-op? I don't even know why. So what's your favourite biscuits then? Oh, it's never been put back on us. I would say my favourite is a bourbon. Really? Yeah, I love a bourbon. And you don't eat many biscuits. No, I do have a packet of bourbons in my desk drawer, though, at work. Yeah. Nice. Just take you a while to get... I mean, (laughs) I can get through a packet of biscuits, I mean, literally in a day. Oh, easy. I don't know whether you can see... Can you see us or not now? No, No. you're frozen. I'll have to describe them. So, obviously, I've been working from home today. I opened a packet of Jammy Dodgers this morning. There's just a a full packet of Jammy Dodgers... There's literally just crumbs left in the packet. Good for you. That's so, <laughs> good form. My favourite biscuit depends on what mood I'm in, but I think if I had to go top three in yeah. no particular order, Jammy Dodge is always a good yeah. go-to. Fox's Golden Crunch Cream. I love a Golden Crunch Cream. I do love the Fox's Cream one, Jam and Cream ones, like yeah. Uber said, but recently, only in Asda, Galaxy Orange do like Digestives. Those. I do have another favourite, but they're oh. not made anymore. That is... Oh, which is a Fox's butter biscuit. Yeah, yeah, they're good. And you can oh. only get them in a selection pack. Yeah, I know exactly which ones you mean. They're like thin. They're like a rectangle. Yeah. Yeah, I know the one. I know yeah. that. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so another, I've got an idea for a new pos- podcast. What? Biscuit chat with the Speakman. <laughs> we're going to make it happen. Unfortunately, though, that is almost all we've got time for on the Hunted podcast today. Uh, just quickly reminders, if people want to come and see you guys on tour and cure their fear of Marmite or get less addicted to biscuits, although why you'd be offering that as a service, I don't know. True. Um, where can we find out information and get tickets? You can go to our website, which is nickandeva.com, N-I-K-A-N-D-E-V-A.com. And we will be in East Midlands Airport this weekend. Then we're going to be in Bristol. After that, we will be in Edinburgh, then Manchester, then Manchester London. Manchester Airport, and then York. And then York. So all over the place, collecting your hunted belongings yes. along the way. Yes. Um, if, if people want to get involved with the charity as well, just remind us of, of what the charity is. The charity is called Trauma Research UK. And you can go on the website, traumaresearchuk.org. And uh, we, as a charity, want to give people hope and want people to realise that it's not what's wrong with you, it's what happened to you. And therefore, if you're not born with any mental health uh, issues, then you don't have to live with them. You can get better. And the, the charity not only funds research into mental health treatments, but also, more importantly, offers health and support programs. Health, health and support programs via Zoom and free resources to help people who are struggling with their mental health. Absolutely brilliant. And if people have enjoyed listening to the Speakmans and want to hear more, we've got a very special one coming up. Make sure you stay tuned for our social media to find out who it's going to be. And what's those social medias, please? Uh, Twitter is at HuntedPod. Instagram is at HuntedPod. We're on Facebook, it's HuntedPod. Or you can email us, HuntedPod at Outlook.com. And if you email us, please say something other than hi so that we can actually answer you. Thank you. We'd love that. There you go. Uh, The Speakmans, it's been absolutely fantastic to, uh, to chat with you. Really appreciate your time. There's 
one thing left to say. It's PTSD time, so trigger warning. And that is, Nick, Eva, and Liv, your time on the pod is over. You have been hunted. I really hope that we don't get split Yeah, we don't. But if we are being chased, I will sacrifice myself for you, which I have done all my life. And for me, it's every man for himself. <laughs> Chief, we've just had some posts through the door. Nick and Eva. Posted North Wales. Wales! A postcard. Hey, Hunters, having a great time. Glad you're not here, love, Nick and Eva. Well, whether it's a decoy or otherwise, we'll have a look. Maria, where are the teams? An hour away from Wales. Right, everybody, we've had post from the Speakmans telling us where they've been. We can't let a couple of life change therapists take the piss out of us. Nick and Eva Speakman are driving to the extraction point. But HQ has tracked their taxi and now has them surrounded. Many times on the wrong way. I've been convinced that somebody's been watching whoever that was. Just give us the last bit of help. Yeah, Port away, the Mercedes is now indicating to exit. Stop, off, off. Here we go. Stand by for decamp. We're just going to try and run. We're down the end of the Indicating left. Stand by. Decamp! We're going out, out, out. We got the bloody Speakmans. Yeah! Come on! We're absolute merry dads, but we have had the last laugh! Come on! Well done! Chief, she knows where the extraction is. We need to get that offer. You two must be devastated. You got so close. It might be Olympic winning a silver medal instead of a gold. I'm disappointed not to have made it to extraction. I would love to have got on that plane or whatever it is that's extraction. But equally, we even have got to get it's been quite an achievement. Right, Eva and Nick, your time on the run is over, so you can now fox trot Oscar. Plane extraction means airfield, probably fixed wing. Thank you very much, Eva. Try to play, but you're never gonna beat me. Look the other way, what I'm doing ain't easy. Bloody hands stained from the people who deceive me. Bloody hands break through the chains, go free me. People like sheep move feet, hurt it easy. You don't wanna be fast asleep when they see me. Better stand tall, ready for a fight, believe me. When they try the chains, you can say no, free me.